All these crazy people coming home from partying. I thought to myself, what the, what the? Car accident? You definitely don't want to be like these guys. But if you do, remember, after 911, call 411. To all the drivers on the road, it don't matter your age, it don't matter where you're from. Just listen to what I'm saying. You crash right into my whip. I got here, you hit, don't trip. You crash right into my whip. I got here, you hit, don't trip. You crash yours and then trash mine. Get help now and don't waste time. You crash yours and then trash mine. Get help now and don't waste time. One eight hundred four one one pain. Don't play no game. Play no game. Stay in your lane. In your lane. You touch my card and I'm calling for one one pain. What you say? Don't play no game. If you get yeah, in this an is accident, because I know the original words of this. Do it. Do it. She said, "Look." Right now, don't be lame. One eight hundred four one one pain. My neck, my back, my card just got smacked. My neck. My back, my windshield just got cracked. Call from home. I dropped my top phone, cool. You already know how I'm coming through. I'm feeling good, brand new. Pardon me while I flex on you. With another driver in my lane. Hit my car, driving me right. I've been calling for one, one pain. To the bank, I'ma be laughing. I'm going to a long song. They try to hit me, get the job done. After 911, you need to call for one, one. With another driver in my lane. Hit my car, drive. Welcome to No Opinions Dismissed. This is Brandon and my co-host. This is Michael Tidwell, the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and we just played all the 411 commercials. Oh, oh my god. Maybe maybe about 15% of them. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the car earlier riding um, to get lunch and then we heard it and we were like, this is exactly what we were talking about in the last episode. <laughs> All this pandering, just the you know, get get your money, you know. Hey, come on, you can get all this money from us. It's crazy, and 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 you know, what's funny is uh, uh, when we're looking for some of these songs, <laughs> I uh, you you I think you found like all of them, but I found the Reddit post that's like, hey, I just moved to Atlanta and noticed a lot a lot of the radio commercials are talking about car accident attorneys because <laughs> we can't drive in Atlanta. That's a, a part of it. <laughs> you think so? 285 is always shut down, regardless yeah, of what I you're... Mean, like, but what about other cities? I mean, are not others, other cities are getting to car wrecks too, right? I don't think like Atlanta. <laughs> so maybe Atlanta's like a special kind of stupid? You know what? We could be. Because notice, like, there's never any... The, like, there's never any, like, legitimate traffic. It's always an accident that caused the traffic. Yeah, we have these huge, like, eight-lane <laughs> eight highways that are gridlock. Yes, because, like, you remember the time the truck tipped over the highway and emptied the cows onto the highway? <laughs> the cows? Yeah, there were cows on the highway. I drove past it. It was a cob. I, I think I remember. There's all kinds of funny stories about things getting spilt out on the highway, <laughs> like Legos or marbles or... Or the cash. You remember when there was money oh. on the highway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't allowed to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, weren't allowed. Yeah, I turned in all that money. <clears throat> Anyways, so I learned something interesting today. Uh, what did you learn? Hanging out with you. What'd you learn? That uh, <laughs> that kids are awful. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. really learn that, but you you reinforced it for me. Apparently, there's this culture of making fun of African kids, not like African Americans, but just straight African kids. Yeah, from African Americans, it was the yeah. weirdest thing. It was like <laughs> it was like African Americans making fun of the new the new black guys. Right, like because it was like mainly the guys who were okay. So if you had like Africans who like really came from Africa, like fresh off the plane, and they're trying to um, assimilate into America, like the African American kids, I always saw were like make making fun of them and like picking on them for like their clothes, and then like call them African booty scratchers, which was a thing for like so many years. And I'm just like, this is so messed up. And one of my best friends is Nigerian, so I was like. Oh man, I feel bad. Like, why are y'all doing this? Are you talking? Okay, I, I, so I wasn't sure because I had so much African knowledge uh, two two podcasts ago. Uh. So I thought maybe you would have thought I was. So maybe somewhere down the line, <laughs> but not this immediate line. W way <laughs> down the line. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that's interesting because because you made it sound like African booty scratcher. Like, if I Urban Dictionary African booty scratcher, will something come up? I don't know. It it, it could. I'm pretty sure it would, but this is like stuff we were doing in the 90s. Created by one of the writers of Blackish, African Booty Scratcher. Oh, it's way comedy before Blackish. It happened way before this is, Blackish. Yeah, this says, oh, okay, Urban Dictionary, we'll go there. Yeah. 
A simple crack with no literal definition. It's marital only how funny and stupid it sounds. And it does kind of sound funny. It does. Like kids calling someone a booty scratcher is just par for the course for like elementary, you know. Right. Because we're humor. Because we're like seven, eight, nine years old. So that it was hilarious. Like, but I tried my best not to laugh because I was like, I ain't want, I ain't want nobody. To- you didn't want to be <laughs> racist. Not even that. It was just messed <laughs> up. <laughs> it was messed up. Like, <laughs> so speaking about. Africa. Uh-huh. Guess which segment we're bringing back this week? The one I don't do the best at. Yes. Are you are you more <laughs> African or American? <laughs> so we're bringing this through popular demand. Oh man, we have we have a pretty large following now. Which one of you five <laughs> <laughs> made us do the section <laughs> segment again? So uh, do you remember what the last topic was? Oh, geography. Geography. Oh yeah. So do you want to take a guess at what it is? Uh, this week, I, I kind of dubbed it as this, but it might not be true. I don't know. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Peaceful people. Peaceful people. Oh, so you want to guess who I picked from Africa? Peaceful people. Yeah. All of Africa is peaceful. I don't know. Think about the only African person I know of. Um, it, th- th- no, you could you could get this. Think about the like most popular African person that I wouldn't like know of. Probably Akon. Well, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> peaceful people, peaceful African person that's like super popular. There's so many I can't think. Oh, of Oh come just on, one. the most famous, the most famous, like iconic one. Oh, uh, probably. Um, I don't think Chadwick Boseman is really African, <laughs> but. Black Panther, I guess. <laughs> no, Nelson Mandela. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sure that was on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, he's one of us. There's so many peaceful people. I don't know. <laughs> I like that answer. Like, oh, there's just so many. I can't think of them. He's the only person I like. If someone had to say name someone from Africa historically, I'd just be like, uh, Nelson Mandela. I don't know. Right. Okay, so guess who? I would say uh, Shaka Zulu. Yeah, I, I don't know much about that person, but um. He was a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> He's the very Zulu, peaceful. Part of the Zulu Empire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I heard about that. Um, so guess who my American uh, plane for America is for my peaceful person? The plane for America? You know, so uh, Team Africa, Team America. Like, who, okay. guess, guess who I picked for America? Um, For peaceful. Malcolm X. Oh, come on. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. You got it. So we got Mandela up against... MLK, and we're going to test your knowledge on this. Yeah, well, they both did about the same amount of jail time, so let's go ahead and see <laughs> how peaceful these guys were. So, uh, how do you think you're going to do today? I know a Five lot of questions about, each. I know about I know a decent amount about both. Okay, cool. I think you're probably going to do a lot better at this than you did uh, geography. <laughs> I mean, it can't get worse. <laughs> zero <laughs> can't go worse than zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay, so you ready? Yep, we'll get, ready. we'll get into it. So, we'll start with Africa like we did last time. Where was Nelson Mandela born? South Africa. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you got that. <laughs> Bonus points if you say the specific part of South Africa. Johannesburg. Uh, that's not what I have. Are you just guessing? Are you being serious? I thought that was I thought it was Johannesburg. Okay, so what I have here is Mez Mezzo or Mavezo. Mavezo? Mez- Could have been. I just Mavezo. always thought Johannesburg. Maybe he was just doing a lot of his stuff in Johannesburg. I hope it's Johannesburg. Because that's two bonus points. And I'm gonna add the bonus point to the last score. <laughs> Johann no, it's way off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I knew they were nowhere close to each other. Yeah, so Mezzo is on like the coastline, and Johannesburg is like inside South Africa, like the heart of South Africa, pretty much. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Cape Town, I guess, is the capital. Yep. But uh, Johannesburg seems like a pretty populated city. Um, yeah, Mezzo is like a pretty much like a small little tr- like tribal city little place. Anyways, he he pretty much came from not a big city, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But cool, you got you got the first one. Okay, so jail time. Uh oh. How much jail time did Nelson Mandela do? Was it like fifteen years? But I'll give you a I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh huh. Over under twenty one years. 
over 21 years or you know what i want to say it's over i want to say it's 30 years he did a long time over 27 years there we go yeah Yeah. you got it two for two okay so all right next question Mm -hmm. college all right is the category for this for this next one okay did mel did nelson mandela get a uh bachelor's degree Mm, dang i actually don't know this one i'm gonna say true or false i'm gonna say yes because he was a president yes he did not complete his degree and there's a story here where he was expelled for joining a student protest wow didn't know that actually yeah so he probably would have gotten one but he got expelled or you know whatever Hmm. Didn't never give him an honorary degree. I maybe way down the road, <laughs> but he, this is this is from the research I've done. Yeah, right. Yeah. If it, it it could be like who wants to be a millionaire, where if like if I have anything wrong, uh, someone can like call in and they can like get you your million dollars or whatever. <laughs> right. Okay. So public office is the next one. Did Nelson Mandela ever serve uh, public office? Yes. Okay. Right. I mean, you, you know about Nelson Mandela. He was the first <laughs> black uh, president of South Africa. Right. Uh, he was like the Obama of South Africa. Pretty yeah, much, right? yeah, he was. Yeah. Obama. Well, no, I won't say Obama. But Mandela, like uh, Trevor Noah talks about him so much and his experiences during the time of him like being president. And they were saying like, oh, this is so crazy. and This is amazing. And Mandela was like that guy out there. So Nobel Peace Prize. Was Nelson Mandela the first African to get the Nobel Peace Prize? That's tough. I'm going to go with yes. He was the third African. (laughs) And something interesting about Nelson Mandela getting Mm -hmm. the Nobel Peace Prize, and I've never seen this before, but he actually split it with some guy. So he actually split it with a guy named Ralph Johnson... Uh, Bunche, or however you pronounce Boucher? that name, Boucher. yeah, Boucher. Uh, I guess a, a white guy that helped them all out a lot, but they both got it like jointly. Hmm. And I've never seen that because when you look up the Nobel Peace Prize, it says like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5 for them. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. So they kind of like split the Nobel Peace Prize, um, in 1950. I didn't know that, yeah, I didn't even know you could split a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Here, here's, here's just tr- uh. Extra credit doesn't really count. Can you name the other Nobel Prizes besides Nobel Peace Prize? Probably one of science and one of, you know, we're a very capitalistic society. So one of <laughs> the economics. one of money. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. one of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like one for like, but they break it down like by specifics, like physics and chemistry and stuff. All right. Yeah, I'm, I think there's like five or six of them. But was money one? <clears throat> no. Oh crap! It will be. <laughs> it will be in the future. Okay, so. How did you do? Four out of five, right? Only one I missed was the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, you got four out of five, dude. You really, man, you really made up for last time. Because it's Mandela. This is we we learn about Mandela, <laughs> like History Month, man. That's all we get jammed. I didn't know anything about Nelson Mandela. Oh man. Okay, I can't so, wait till you do the one on Malcolm X. You're gonna be shocked. <laughs> 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 Who? How do you think you're gonna do with MLK? It's funny because, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, for, against MLK or anything like that. But I was more of, like, a Malcolm X person than MLK. So I know some things about MLK, but I don't know as much. Was Malcolm X, like, Pokemon and MLK was, like, Digimon? Yes. Was that a good analogy? Well, one is, okay, one was more peaceful than the other. Let's say that. (laughs) Digimon. Yeah, one was way more peaceful than the other one. So Malcolm X was like Dragon Ball Z. Yes. And MLK was Pokemon. Teletubbies. Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to Malcolm X, Teletubbies. <laughs> wow. That's quite that's quite the staunch difference. <laughs> right. Okay. So first question. Uh, this is going to be a hard one for you. Okay. And you don't get bonus points, but you have to actually name the city, not just the country, but the city that Martin Luther King was born in. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> yes. You mean like the house right around the corner from the, where we're recording? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, his his house is probably what a stone's throw from here. Uh, if if a five minute drive, no I pass pun, it every no day. No pun intended. 
God dang. <laughs> yeah, right on Edgewood. It's right behind Edgewood. So about Nelson, I asked you how many years he served, but uh, for Martin Luther King, I want to. Uh, there's a different stat that I want to bring up because uh-huh. Martin Luther King, from what I saw, didn't do any significant jail time like M- Mandela did. Right. But the stat I'm going to go off of is how many times was Martin Luther King arrested? I want to say, oh, I was okay. going to say three. Okay, but I was going to give you the same thing that I oh. did for Mandela over under twenty one because I, I give you the- under. But I want to say it was three specifically. Okay. He was arrested 29 times. Whoa! I did not know this. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. 29? Huh? According, according to the Google. Sometimes you just got to obey. <laughs> For what? Well, well, I mean, if you think about it, he was arrested 29 times. Uh-huh. He probably was very, very... He got very used to being compliant and not getting hurt, you know? Trying to... You know, because especially back then, it was a lot yeah. worse than it is now. And we saw what you know happened to... People nowadays that disobey a little bit, they right. they get the they get the boot, right? So, dude, they were arresting people back then and still beating them while they were in cuffs. Well, I, I was, was going to say he yeah. he had to be a he was probably very so he compliant. probably complied, but then yeah. he still just got beaten in the car. Maybe I don't I, I don't know I don't know the story of if he's if he ever got beaten severely or whatever. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. So here's here's one that I hope I I think you would know. Uh huh. So I asked you about. Mandela, um, whether or not he had a bachelor's degree. Oh, you graduated from Morehouse. Okay. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask you which college did <laughs> yeah. MLK. Okay. So yeah, he graduated right there from Morehouse. In, uh, in the AUC. You got it. <laughs> it's a big statue of it's him. Like, I saw like, it every it's, day. It's, it's, before I can even like ask the question, you're already answering it, <laughs> which I like. Did Martin Luther King ever hold public office for anything? I'd want to say no. But I wouldn't be shocked if he did. I'm going to say no, though. You're right. He didn't. Okay. I wouldn't be Versus shocked if he did Nelson that. Mandela was president. Mm-hmm. Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So just a disclaimer. And <laughs> okay, won the Nobel Peace Prize. But mm-hmm. my question to you was he the first African in America to win the Nobel Peace Prize? For that time, that's. that's Tougher to answer than Mandela. Um, you know what? Because Mandela was not the first African, I'm going to have to use my context clues and know how you are. I'm going to have to say he was the first African-American to get it in America. So knowing me, I would purposely throw you a curveball. <laughs> so you used the wrong logic there. Uh, so he was actually the second African-American to win. The Nobel Peace Prize. Who's first? But but here's the oh. interesting thing. He is the he he. I think he was the youngest person, the youngest man I think ever to win the Nobel Peace Prize. You have to remember Martin Luther King. He died at like what age? Like forty or something? Yeah. Or when did he die? I don't know. I don't know what age. He, I mean, I mean, he he was like doing most of his stuff in his like around thirty years old, right? Thirty, thirty-five. Most of his like stuff, right? Wow. So so he he was fairly young. So when he he he. Uh, Apparently, when he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, he was... It's kind of crazy to think about. Like Martin Luther King would still be alive today, right? If I mean, as long yeah. as he had good health. Yeah, because he's younger than my granddad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's see. How'd you, how'd you do here? You, uh, I missed two. One, two, three. You got three. Yeah. I you did better two. with Nelson Mandela than you did MLK. I told I was, you. I'm a, I'm a Malcolm X man. <laughs> <laughs> that 29 threw me off. I did not know it was that many times. Yeah. Well, I was trying to make the MLK <laughs> ones harder for you, considering, like, literally Martin Luther King grew up, like, right next to us. <laughs> but right. uh, it's like, name one peaceful black guy from Africa and America. Well, I'm going to name the only two I know. <laughs> so that's how I came up with that list. Yeah, and that, make the next one the rebellious list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that concludes, are you more African-American? And this week, you're more African in terms yes. of your knowledge. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You're one and one. I'm getting to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we got next? Black Twitter. Oh, man. So this week in Black Twitter, we have... Um, <laughs> this week in Black Twitter? We have a very funny a very funny um, meme that uh, I came across. 
And I thought it was I thought it was real funny because now we have like all these um because because of COVID I started noticing there's a lot of like side hustles going on there's a lot of um you know people starting up their own businesses so this guy he says I just found out Grinder is isn't an app for upcoming hustlers then he goes on to say and I just realized my in my bio I put I'm young I'm hungry and tired of being on the bottom. <laughs> So clearly, he thought Grinder was like entrepreneurship app, and he was sadly mistaken. Yeah, but like, okay, so yeah, that's hilarious, right? But like, how real do you think that is? Oh, it's definitely not real. But <laughs> it's just but funny. that's funny. <laughs> oh, I like I like the picture, like the the disappointed the disappointed uh, hand against the the glass and head down. Perfect. So that was so that's this trending. week in Black Twitter. That's trending on Black Twitter right yeah. now. Yeah, one of the many things trending that I could um, that I could safely say on the air. <laughs> that's the one that caught your eye. <laughs> right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a quick segment. That was. All right. That was. So, um, I heard you were talking about a movie earlier this yep. week. Yeah. So, so we're gonna have our first official movie review. Ooh. And the one I watched was Social Dilemma on Netflix. Okay. All right, so this was fairly cheesy. You ever watch Minority Report? Yes. Okay, so it. so you know how Minority Report, scroll, you know, Tom Cruise is mm-hmm. like scrolling through stuff <laughs> and it's got all this futuristic like UI kind of stuff. So they had like a bunch of cutscenes in this where like the social media engine, like AI, machine learning algorithms were like three guys like in a computer. <laughs> and like doing that minority report stuff, like, oh, Becky just just text him. Now we'll throw him an ad, and then boom, and then now we'll <laughs> capture his engagement here, and now we got him. Seven point two cents to this bidder for this ad, like you know, like there's yeah. like these guys like role playing, like as and it was kind of cheesy. They, <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was more or less like um, interviews and stuff. They 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 started out with, uh, hey, I'm I'm a fa- uh, ex Facebook you know, employee that worked on their algorithm, blah, blah, blah. Or I work at Twitter, do, I used to work at Twitter, did this. Or I used to work at Google and do that. I worked at Instagram, did this. You know, they had like five or six different people. Mm. And they're all previous employees, you know, that that apparently didn't take the the money to say, hey, we won't talk about you afterwards. Yeah, so, so apparently... Uh, wow, there's money for not talking about you. Well, I don't know. I, I read this thing where this lady purposely didn't take a $64,000 payout to not talk about the things that she worked on. She was like a data scientist Mm. and she was like all upset because she had like blood on her hands because, you know, a bunch of people using Facebook that influence elections, you know, make the, make the citizens think a certain way, you know, a bunch of different thousands of fake accounts that would sway stuff like a a comment, you know, emoji, you know, stuff on Facebook and, sway public opinion about things. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. What the social dilemma pretty much talked about was how social media is ruining our lives mm-hmm. and how we want like have this desire to be connected but really we're kind of like empty. Like a lot of people are empty on the inside and they post stuff but really it's like meaningless kind of stuff. And we have this forever scroll thing where their purpose is to get you to stay on their website as long as possible. Snapchat, Twitter, you know, Facebook, whatever, and just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. What they're doing is whether you like stuff or comment on stuff, just the fact that if you click on it or if you just leave your screen on it, they'll track how many seconds and milliseconds that you look at things for to track your engagement on certain Mm -hmm. things. And they'll start like making a profile about you. They'll start serving you ads that you look at more. They'll start like serving you content that you look at more because the idea is they want to keep showing you content that you're interested in so that they can event- they can show you ads every so often. And the, the kind of scary part is, and I, I probably fall victim to this somewhat, is they're talking about like, you know, if you get targeted as a conspiracy theorist, they will profile you as such and then feed you a bunch of conspiracy theory content mm-hmm. to keep you engaged. If you hate Trump, they'll throw a bunch of like anti-Trump things at you. If you're, you know, if you're pro this, you know, LGBTQD, whatever. So it's really just to keep you engaged. It's, it's to keep, keep you, you. It's to keep you engaged with this forever scroll to have like your friends only show you posts that you know correspond because 
because uh, the, uh, the idea is it's almost like people are like forming religions around ideas. You know, they get so passionate about these ideas where you know everything Trump does is is hate speech or something, or he's racist, yeah. and, it, and it, like the divisiveness. Uh, is shown to keep people more engaged than like peaceful, loving kind of content. So like the divisiveness, like rabbit hole conspiracy theory, like you find out that Trump like is working with the Russians and he's also like part lizard, you know? <laughs> like like the conspiracy things where it's it, you know it gets really deep and like the divisiveness of some like political situations. So what they're doing is like they will cater to like what you want to hear, what you want to believe, and like. The negative news spreads faster than the, you know, positive news, and and it's pretty much just like negative feedback loop where they want to just keep you engaged and feed you a bunch of like stuff to like essentially brainwash you. It just got to the point where they're pretty much saying like this is like brainwashing. If you don't know, you know, if you're not paying for the product, so no one like pays for Facebook, or maybe some people do, you know, for certain things like business Facebook. But if you're just like a user and you're not paying to use Facebook, then you know, the, the idea is, well, if, if you don't know what the product is, you are the product. So their <laughs> customers, yeah. you know, their Facebook customers are uh, the people buying ads. And what they're selling is you. The people. So yeah. they're selling you, the user, to their customers. And they're making all these uh, predictions. So it's not only what... It's not what you like and what you, you know, what mm -hmm. things you like, comment on, you know, groups that you, you know, whatever. It's what can they predict that you'll do? So if they, they, they're, they're trying to sell the information of how can they predict what you'll do based on the content that you see and that you engage in. And then they can, and then the idea here is they're using this to, now that there's proof that this is possible, they'll feed you content to then make you act a certain way. So, for instance, elections. Mm -hmm. So so remember, like, the whole... No, no, this is just a uh, conspiracy theory, because right. I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> you know, whatever. But a uh, the conspiracy theory here that I'm coming up with right now is, re remember the the election with Trump and Hillary? Yep. How it seemed very one-sided and how Hillary was going to win? Yep. Well, this could be a situation where we were manipulated via media, social media, news, whatever. To believe she was going to win. To believe that she was going to win. And it was almost certain via the prediction markets, right, that mm -hmm. she was going to win. But we were all really just manipulated, and it was actually a failed attempt to get Hillary elected via the people trying to, uh, you know, change actions, you know, or, you know, change oh. perception. Now, the, the person that I, I referenced earlier that was, like, talked about, like, not accepting $64,000 so she could publicly speak. She was a data scientist. Uh, she worked at Facebook. She was talking about how this was happening in the Middle East and uh, in Latin American countries and stuff where the people of the government would pump a lot of money into social media to then manipulate its own citizenry to uh, act a certain way or vote a certain way or whatever. Wow. Yeah, so it was being manipulated from, like, you know. This is the, now. This is the question too. When Mark Zuckerberg make made this, do you think this was his uh, his uh, original idea? <laughs> do you? What point do you think the well, government came and said, "Hey, Mark, come well, here"? Well, his original idea was something like uh, Tinder. Yeah, it was hot or not, or swipe left, right kind of idea. Right. Which is, uh, I don't even think people. it was. A, I don't even think it was a hookup app. I think it was just you just rate people. Yeah, it was rating people, and then eventually came like you know the college Facebook stuff, yeah. and then you yeah. know, profile and all that stuff. But now I'm just like, at what point did the government say, "Hey, so we're one, about to weaponize"? Yeah, this. so one person <laughs> uh, that worked at Facebook while he was being interviewed, he talked about having Mark Zuckerberg uh, have levers to uh, pretty much control the whole company. Like, hey, do we want to boost ads in this area, or do we want to boost this kind of content in this area? So. He had like these universal uh, like power admin levers or huh. levers, however you want to say it, uh, for like the whole company and like creating that for him. Uh, whether or not that was actually made, I don't know. But he was just talking about how that these were ideas that were floating around. But yeah, the, I, I guess the other main part of the of the show or the movie was to pretty much go over how uh, it's it's really just bad to be on the social media stuff all the time because these things. 
started out really good, I think. Mm-hmm. Like Facebook, MySpace stuff started out like really good. Even Twitter, I would say. But then it started doing this forever scroll stuff. We started getting manipulated with ads and stuff. And then the revenue models started coming in. And uh, these they're called growth hackers. Yep. And really, it's funny because at my last job, we had growth hackers. But they, they were painted in such negative light in the movie. So these growth hackers, where it's their... <laughs> job to like come up with metrics and stuff, you know, to hack growth and, you know, you know, boost, boost, you know, user engagement and involvement and yada, yada, uh, very quickly. Uh, it's funny cause like this guy, like Silicon Valley pretty much invented all this stuff, like in these ideas and they're bastardized. And now it's pretty much like users are seen as like almost like cattle. Yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like I've completely stopped using Facebook. I'll still use Twitter. Right. Uh, but I, I even wonder, is Twitter too much? I, I, I would say no. I but think any of them are uh, too much because isn't Twitter... Well, tw- Twitter and all of them are... They're not linked, don't get me wrong, as far as like company-wise, but I think they share information. Well, the, the only thing I don't like is censorship and, and being filtered and, and having the, mm-hmm. the website or whatever say, hey, Brandon, you think a certain way, so we're going to only show you content like this. I don't like that idea. I, I want to like, hey, if I follow this person, I want to see his stuff. But like John Stossel, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, every Friday he posts. I thought he died. I, I've never, I haven't heard of John Stossel for years. And then I was like, where is John Stossel with all this Black Lives Matter stuff? I want to hear what he's saying, right? Yeah. And I found on Twitter, and the, one of the first tweets that he says is, for some reason, Twitter's censoring me and no one can see my tweets. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, because I haven't seen your tweets in, like, years. So, <laughs> so I had to literally turn on notifications just for his tweets, just to see his tweets, because otherwise they don't show up in my feed. What kind of stuff does he post? Is it anti-Black Lives Matter? Or? No, it's just anti-establishment stuff, fairly. Okay. And, and, and he does talk about Black Lives Matter, and he'll usually talk about it in more of the conservative way of, like, uh, you know, their violence, stuff like that. You know, he takes, I would say, uh, you know. yeah. My side, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. uh, but but he says a lot of really interesting things, and he tries to be super neutral, which I which I do appreciate. Right. But but yeah, so uh, even Twitter kind of sucks. I, I don't know, like, if there's a popular. I mean, obviously there's social media stuff that you know claims not to be censorship, you know, or you know it doesn't censor stuff or whatever. But I I don't think there's any like super that are popular. You know, at least I think there's a bunch of that are up and coming. But I don't know of any that were popular yet. The only one I know is Reddit. Well, there's one <laughs> called like Mastodon, oh, where people could like host their own like social media servers. And there's oh. uh, there's one called like Twitch, and there's one called I, I forget. There's there's like five or six like different kind of ideas here. Host your own. Wow, uh, I might need to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Black Twitter could be on its own server. Damn, <laughs> it could. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So so overall, the the movie, the movie uh, review of Social Dilemma. I, I would say, you know, a, a lot of these ideas. You know, I would say five years ago, people would uh, kind of nay say you and call you a conspiracy theorist if you, you would even talk about any of these ideas. Bro. But now it's like just people are like saying, yeah, this is this true. This is normal. Yeah, this is like this is happening. This but, is true. But what's you know, going- I talk about something, and then five minutes later, my my phone which I wasn't even using is serving me ads, talk, you know, showing me stuff that I talked to Amazon Alexa about kind of shit, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's just like, but now it's so, it's so common that we're just like, Oh, it is yeah. what it is. And remember like when people <laughs> like our parents were like, Oh no, the government's going to wiretap our phones. It's an invasion <laughs> of privacy. Now they're like in our phones and our computers. And it's we know like, it and we're like, Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. We're like, well, my FBI agent, Jeff, oh, yeah, you heard. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm coming I hope- over. <laughs> I just, you know, I got nothing to hide, so I got nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah but do you know... That's like, that's like the current mindset. I want to say Morgan Freeman said uh, a long time ago, he was like, what's going to be the... What's the negative effects of too much information? And I think we're starting to find that out. But I would have- say misinformation and information mm-hmm. mixed together and like fake news and, you know, all... Like, so, so information that's true, I don't think is an issue, but information... That's like mixed in with like bad information. Yeah, but I get you because like, you know? but even with flat earthers though, they think like they have legitimate facts to back up what they believe. No opinion dismissed. Rule three, right? 
So, I, I, so I have can to, we I have to, say? I yeah. have to talk to these flat earther. Earther, I have to talk to a flat earther and, and talk to them before. Right, but some people would say like, comment, right? but some people would be like, "Oh, that's disinformation." But I'm looking at them. I'm like, well, they they feel like they have facts as well, which kind of like September 11th, you know. Speaking of September 11th, so <laughs> I guess Indian are. Uh, so yeah, so I, movie review. I would say you're not going to learn anything from it. If you know someone, like, definitely doesn't know anything about, like, hey, like, privacy and, you know, how they're being looked at and spied on when it comes to, like, social media, then, yeah, maybe it'd be useful for that person. But for people like us, I mean, we kind of already know that yeah. stuff. But um, <laughs> Just be careful what you put on. So, so, so I would say it was entertaining. I, I thought it was cheesy, like, especially, like, the three people that got together, like, <laughs> in the like minority report like serving people ads like oh he he hasn't used his phone for a day so we're going to use his ex-girlfriend and show a message to him that she wrote and then that will get him back engaged you know stuff like that and that's kind of crazy to think that people would actually try to get people back engaged whether it's good for their health or not and i think that was the other big part of it is this isn't healthy you know uh the guy one more thing about the movie he Apparently, he worked at Google, and he was like, how do we make some of our products less addictive? And people were like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, and then it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't a good business model. <laughs> Mark was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be no, real that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll put it for Q4 of 2080. 2020 <laughs> never. <laughs> Backlog. So, uh, yeah, you, you mentioned 9-11. Uh huh. Nine eleven, man. We just had just, the, yeah, the anniversary. Matt twenty nineteenth. Happened yeah. in two thousand one. Yeah. Quick maps. Yeah. Two thousand one plus nineteen. Coming to, yeah. It's crazy. Nineteen years. Yeah. If if our Jeez. math serves us correctly, no, that was nineteen years. So, do you remember where you were? Oh, I remember where I was. I was sitting in class, but I didn't see the towers fall while I was in class. The The planes hit, and then I got a call from the um, – they, they pretty much just put the school on lockdown, like intruder alert, but we just thought it was a regular drill or whatever. And uh, we were in intruder alert. We were just hanging out or whatever, and then I heard my uh, name get called on the PA. It's like, Brandon O'Brien, please report with your book bags and stuff to leave. And I was like, okay. So I go there. I go to the office. My mom's there. She takes me out of school. Oh, your mom don't fuck around. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love, yeah. dude, I love your mom. <laughs> I love your mom. Your mom is like, fuck this. I'm getting my kids. We going. Right. Did, did y'all go out to like the countryside? No. We, we, I went home, right? But this is the crazy thing. I was actually on punishment, but she let me watch TV that day. And then um, I saw the the. First tower go down, and then I saw I saw both both towers go down live. Man, what were you thinking? I think I was too young to comprehend what the heck happened. I'm like, oh well, you know, so war. You you, you want to hear <laughs> you want to hear what's messed up? What? So the the teachers had it on TV in my classroom, <sighs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I thought I didn't know what it, I thought it was like a movie or something. Right. I, I didn't know like what it was. I was like, oh okay, yeah, like we're watching like. Like, like, you know, like, I'm a kid, like, oh, you know, bombs, violence, you know, so like, like action, <laughs> you know, action-packed stuff. I had, like, I had no idea of the scope of, so like... So they didn't even put y'all, like, on intruder alert or, like, lockdown or nothing like that? I don't remember anything like that, no. Because they I, had fears I, I that this, there were going to be another tax. I don't remember okay, okay. anything that happened that was out of the ordinary, besides <laughs> the fact that we had the TV on, and then the teachers were told to turn the TV off. Oh. So then they turned off the TV. Gotcha. And then I think we resumed as normal. Wow. I think. I can't really remember. Wow. Yeah. I, you remember George Bush? He was like in the yeah, class of like all Africans or African-Americans or whatever. Uh, I didn't. Re- I just remember he was reading a book and that was it. Yeah, but it was like a primarily black class. Oh. You, you don't remember that? No. I remember I that remember. afterwards because like they kept showing him like, like people whispering Wizard. in his ear. Yeah. Sir, uh. We have a problem. Tower, t- yeah. <laughs> Sir, we have a problem. George Bush is like, can we wait till after the book's He finished, finished the book. What do you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard he finished the book. Bro, got, at least he finished what's he, what he started. Right. Oh, so another crazy story was... Uh, <laughs> he finished what he started. Yeah, he did. But um, so another crazy part of it is like my grandmother... Um, so that summer, actually, in 2000... 
uh, one, I was in New York and I was in the World Trade Center. My grandmother oh, lives. Oh, dude, in two thousand and one, it was August. Oh my god, dude! Because I, I did a, a school before? report. I was there. I, it had to be a little over a month, or if not a month, bro. I would have <laughs> been so sad if we couldn't have this podcast because you <laughs> died, right? Because I was um because I actually oh for two thousand one because I was in sixth like, grade. Yeah, I was all through the World Trade Center, bro. Yeah, I was bro, one of the last people to bro, be is in that it. Not, is that not scary? It is to think about because my grandmother, she she we went to go visit her, and she didn't live far. She well, she didn't work far away from the World Trade Center, so it was nothing for us to go to the Intrepid. That was a normal place for us to go. World Trade Center, that was normal. Um, you know, Madison Square Garden, she's a huge Knicks fan, so that wasn't wasn't uncommon. So, like, those are our normal places to go when we went to New York. And in August that year, I went there, I had to do a book report, so I remember writing stuff, facts and stuff down. I remember my ears popping. Like, this tower, people don't realize, World Trade Center was, he, like, that thing was so high that they were like, if you throw pennies off the side, you could kill somebody on the bottom. So, like, yeah. they had, like, a whole bunch of signs, like, please do not throw anything off the side of the building. You believe that? I think so. It was high. If you were up there, bro, you you'd be like, I mean, like, come on, you're looking, you're looking down on the Empire State Building. You think you think like (laughs) you think a penny could kill someone? You're looking down on the Empire State Building. I'm just asking a question. You don't think like air friction would like make it slow down enough to not kill someone? I don't think so. Come on, man. It's metal. It's metal falling from that high, dude. Me personally, a penny. I think so. I mean, I could understand like something that's like maybe half a pound. Yeah. But yeah, like for sure that, but, but I'm like, saying I but think like, a penny. I still think a penny. Googling this. Shoot, if you get hit with a, a big enough piece of hell, you could die too. Yeah, but hell is way heavier than a penny. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and then like something else and the myth is the okay, so apparently the myth is simply not true. A penny can't gather enough velocity from the top of the Empire State Building to do any real harm. So I'm yeah. guessing that also includes yeah. World Trade. I'm pretty sure because it was, don't get me wrong, it was taller, but it wasn't like much, yeah, much Yeah, but taller. like you have to yeah. also think about like air resistance. Like you, you hear about like people uh, falling that like fall with like build, yeah. you know, some kind of like thing to like, you know, yeah. break the air or, you know, like uh, give them a lot of air f- resistance or friction mm-hmm. or whatever and then they don't die. Yeah. Like but- they, but I I get it. But but they still had the signs up there that said don't throw anything off well, the side. Yeah, so I assumed want, it was want, true. You don't want to crack windshields or crack someone's skull. You, know, you, you crack still, the windshields. You're more worried. You're more worried about the properties than the no, I'm kidding. Well, no. I mean, you can still. I'm not saying it's not going to hurt like a mother <laughs> if you get hit by like a. God, what was that? You get hit on the. You know, like. Yeah. But even thinking about that, like being up there, like really vividly remembering it, I can only imagine those people who are jumping. Like those people oh, who were like, that was insane. Talk about the most crazy thrill, like not like a good thrill. What's the word, bro? Like you, like adrenaline rush. Bro, that must have been the craziest adrenaline rush to 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 like know you're gonna like that's like was like probably like, oh my god, it's over. It was like, do you want to burn up or do you want to just jump? And people were like really picking jump, and like. That, like, it was huge, man. Man, just imagine, like, just imagine. Oh, you it, couldn't it's, see it's, end of it. Like, talk, talk about a sad yeah, series of choices. Either, you, you know what that reminds me of is Batman. You remember Batman where they're like, uh, you can either, you know, die this way or die that way, and they make you walk onto, like, the ice. Yeah. What was that? Like, die by... Uh, do you remember? I can't remember, but because I know for a fact I wouldn't have jumped. I couldn't have jumped. Do uh, I'm already scared of heights, and they just <laughs> already know seeing that. I was like, oh hell no, I would just burned up. Maybe I mean if you caught on fire and then jumped, and then you could no, I you still could wouldn't have jumped. <laughs> become a superhero, bro. I still wouldn't have jumped. I, pr- I promise you, I would never have jumped. God, dude, <laughs> just thinking about that makes me nauseous. All right. I was standing up there, made me nauseous. <laughs> Do you remember the like, Pentagon? Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember the Pentagon getting hit. But for some reason, the Pentagon wasn't really like as. Like, don't get me wrong. They talked about it. But they were like, oh, my God, the Pentagon was hit. But look at the World Trade Center. It's all the way down. Like, 
It was one of those situations. Do you, do you remember Cartersville or whatever? Yeah. The plane that just landed in the middle of the uh, fields. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. Yeah, that one That one was kind of weird. You know what I found that was weird about all those situations? And here's here's where I might piss someone off. Uh-huh. Is there's like a bunch of weird like like things where you're like, huh? You know, like because apparently like the Rolls Royce engines, like these steel engines, couldn't been recovered. The black boxes weren't recovered. You know, which is weird. The Cartersville plane like evaporated. There weren't any like pieces of the plane. Like it was I just didn't like know small that. Pieces. Yeah, the Cartersville plane was just like completely like exploded. Where like it like it was almost like imagine like a gla- uh, like a glass that uh-huh. you'd hold in your hand. And like you drop the glass and like it shatters into like a bunch of tiny little fragments. Uh huh. That's kind of like how the plane was in Cartersville. That doesn't sound right. Because um, in one they found in New York they found a terrorist passport, but then that one everything disintegrated. Yeah, like that's the other weird thing is they found the passport of one of the terrorists like on the street. <laughs> right. There's like a, just a bunch of like weird things, and you know you know what the hardest part about uh, some of these things are? It's like oh how many people faked evidence to just like get money or mm. you know what i'm saying so it's like hey i you know got footage of this or i got evidence here and then they like sold it or you know wanted to become important or you know you, you know what i'm saying yeah, like it's weird like I it's get. like this weird thing where it's like oh is this some kind of weird you know deep state thing or is this like people trying to make money or is this like the truth and it's kind of like what we face nowadays with social media. It's like, okay, what's the truth? What's fake? What are they? What are they? What the the advertisers want me to believe? Was Facebook want me to see? You know, I think I think September 11th started like this whole mistrust of what you see, you don't believe kind of thing. Well, I, I I'd be interested to hear your opinion on that because I'm older. Obviously, when I was young, I just you know didn't think twice, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think really what kind of like made me scratch my head was watching the movie Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Yeah, so Zeitgeist talks about um, pretty much religion being untrue, mm-hmm. uh, 9-11 right. being uh, untrue, and then our money system being fraudulent. So oh. it talks about those three things. I didn't know our money system was fraudulent. Well, no. Well, it's a theory. So they really just come out here and just print money? Do you really think our government does that? Well, I mean, yes. I, I, the, me- <laughs> the memes the memes of money system, money printer go burr, <laughs> has been pretty great. <laughs> it's been a great meme. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen uh, anything to do with the Fed that has been so funny and so long. <laughs> like the, the, the gif of the guy cranking the, the money printer and the money right. spitting out. I think the funniest one was, it was like, um, hey, I just found this in the Constitution, but they took a picture of a Monopoly board, and it, <laughs> and it says, like, if you if you run out of money in the bank, just create some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, but but I think, uh, you know, you start to, it, it's, it's kind of crazy that 9-11 has so many, like, I, truthers is what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a rabbit hole because there's just there's too much to parse there, you and it's the, hard to know like what's real and what's fake. And I'll be so this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I you know I might piss some people off, but the one part of nine eleven that let's say if this really happened the way the government said, right? The one part that never sat right with me was the World Trade Center seven building. It was never explained. It just went down. Well, what about four five six? Huh? What about World Trade Center four five six? Those all those all collapsed too. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean they weren't like small buildings, but they're a lot smaller. So, yeah, they're a lot so smaller. I think, but I think like it's the still argument, a whole building. <laughs> yeah, the argument is like debris fell on uh, those other buildings, and they just kind of like all yeah, collapsed. But they fell from like bottom up. Bottom up. <laughs> they really did. Like it didn't like crumble from top, and then like some pieces fell to well, the it, side. I'll tell you this: it definitely yeah. didn't happen slowly, but it definitely happened top to bottom. <laughs> it well. It, it it you know it went from here up top to down low. Oh no, I'm saying like so it looked like something like took the legs from under it. So it was like boof, and then everything came down. It definitely looked. It, I'll tell you this: it me. definitely looked like it melted, and the video game designer was lazy. <laughs> it, it, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Uh, so it definitely seemed like we're part of the Matrix, uh-huh. and like this is just how big buildings fall. And like okay, this is just how big buildings fall. They fall. 
straight down immediate like at the speed of, you know like very yeah. quickly they don't like fall over on its side they don't you know they and don't that's like, what I thought they it, don't like crumble and slowly drop you know layer by layer like dominoes it's just like whoop because right. <laughs> like even like, like if you wow watch... I guess I guess this is how big buildings fall like geez like who would have thought like what like this like, I don't know because I would have thought like as tall as the World Trade Center was it would have toppled instead of collapse like it did i think it would have toppled over like just fell like laterally just to the side yeah i mean that dude that would have because that's like a jenga that's pretty much what jenga does it just every time you pull something <laughs> yeah, but, it just goes to the side but yeah but jenga <laughs> jenga has like no possibility of falling down because <laughs> like straight down because the blocks aren't going to crumble so like Still how did beams the so, so well yeah so I mean, you, you're 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 raising like good points. So, like, how do the steel beams just kind of like explode and evaporate? Right. I have no clue. They said that they found ther- like you can see cuts from thermite or something like that, or like cuts. I don't well, know. There, there's like the famous picture of yeah. like thermite and like uh, the the firefighters. I don't even know if it's true. So, well, yeah. I, I remember like firefighters getting like interviewed and complaining about uh, they can't. And I remember Hannity on Fox News complaining, like, or not complaining, but talking about how, uh, believe it or not, you know, World Trade Center, even like a week after, is still on fire. Yeah. And and it was, uh, and 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 firefighters were were complaining about like, hey, they can't go in and clear out the debris because everything's still so hot and like on fire. And and you know, this is, yeah. I mean, those terrorists were really clever, uh, you know, to to. Get all that hmm? potential thermite. See, th- and this building, would be—I I don't know what the. What's so, the what, what was the official story? Right, I, I forget. That they just flew planes into the building. And the the fuel melted the steel beams, and then World yeah, Trade yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the fuel the fuel dripped so down. Yeah. So yeah, so the fuel dripped down from the top all the way to the bottom, and then when the buildings like dustified and uh-huh. like came down. Then that was all the jet fuel mixed in with all the other stuff in the like basement, and then it it caught on fire for a week. I, right? That's, yeah. Okay. Cool. So like, but but this is my <laughs> theory of like, let's say if it was if it was true to happen, right? It would have been more believable to me if let's say that they said that the, the terrorists were some way able to like really plant bombs within the World Trade Center without well, they did. being. Like yeah, you remember the FBI or the with the like and what was it ninety two? Well, I'm what, saying what I'm it? talking for two thousand one. I know they did it. Uh, I already know they did it. It was in ninety either ninety one. Yeah, it was ninety one or ninety three. Okay, so in ninety three, the terrorist or sorry, which one? Oh, sorry, sorry, I got terrorist confused with government. Uh, the government did something with a truck bomb. Wait, wait, what what happened in nineteen ninety three? So, from my understanding, Osama bin Laden once again. No, it wasn't Osama bin Laden '93. Because because George Bush and Osama bin Laden were friends before then or after. I gotta look. I gotta look back into it. But my understanding is a terrorist organization who I thought was still Osama bin Laden um, blew up a bomb in like the mall part, like in like the actual shopping center part of it. It was just like you know one of their makeshift bombs. Khalid Muhammad. Something received financially. Uh, it's got. It's all here. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety-seven. Two more were convicted. Oh wow, yeah. that that went on for a while. But okay. for my but for my theory though, if they would have like actually let's say said that they were somehow able to plant bombs throughout the buildings, and then they ran the planes into the buildings and then detonated the bombs, then I'd be like, you know what, that's believable. But like just just the planes themselves, I can't. I don't believe it. Or it just doesn't sit right with me. That's crazy. Apparently, the bombing injured a thousand plus people and killed seven. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that's uh, a lot of people to injure, but only kill seven. I know. Because um, they're bombs. They put nails in them, so like when it explodes, it just shoots out. Are you this... sure, dude? Yeah, that was like one of those. One is a dirty bomb or something like that. And this talks about a. Like they put stuff in the bombs, so that, yeah, the explosion Nitrate, can hydrogen gas. Yeah, and then that causes the explosion, but then there's stuff in there. So as it explodes, like just shit just pops all out. Like it could be metal balls, it could be nails, it could be 
whatever, just whatever shrapnel. Dude, 50,000 people were evacuated from the buildings on 1993. How many people can fit in the World Trade Centers? A lot. Jeez. Bro, the freaking lobby is so huge. How many elevators are in there? Do you remember? I want to say it was four. And bro, four? Come on, there's got to be more than four. There's probably like... 40 from what i saw it was four no come on there's like well buildings. remember i went in through the um through the tours so it's probably four tourist ones oh <laughs> okay okay yeah because yeah, i'm thinking like even at the some of the buildings i worked at there's been like 16 elevators you know for some of yeah. the taller buildings or maybe not that much maybe like well i guess if you're doing the yeah, tour i guess like, if you're doing the tour for yeah some buildings have a ton of elevators but i will say this it also took about five minutes on an elevator to get to the top Oh, wow. It That's took a long time. And we didn't stop either. If Tesla made those elevators, it would have been a lot faster. <laughs> or sorry, if, uh, yeah, Elon. I don't think there's ever footage of the plane hitting the Pentagon, right? Mm, they have, like, an explosion, but they don't have yeah, a plane. Yeah, it was an explosion. Yeah, and then somebody, um, I want to say, they said, oh, it didn't look like a, um, it didn't look like a commercial plane. It looked like one of these smaller, like, little planes. What was somebody who said that, like, immediately when one of the first interviews about the Pentagon crash. There's also like, so the other thing that made like a lot of the conspiracy theorists mm -hmm. is some of the, some of the footage that showed like the plane hitting the, the towers mm -hmm. were doctored. Oh yeah. And, and then it's like, well, damn, it's like, well, if you have one that's doctored, you can't trust none of them. Well, no, it's not, it's not <laughs> that you can't trust none of them. It's just like, well, then how do you know what is and what isn't real? You know? Cause like the technology back then already existed. So like, so like one, let's say, let's say, let's just for argument's sake, say there's 20 videos of planes hitting the world trade center and one was fake. Okay. And 19 were real just for argument's sake. Okay. But the one that was faked looked just like the other ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was so good back in 2001. Now imagine today the technology of video editing, like on the fly. Right. No post editing required for us on mobile phones now with like some of these apps, right? Because you can like put dog ears on your, on your head and stuff, <laughs> right. right? So just imagine like for sophisticated uh, video manipulation, like with, let's say, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Uh, Black Lives Matter, whatever it might be. Someone can make a really damning video to really manipulate a lot of people. Yeah. And 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 this is in 2020, not even 20, 2001, where, where maybe some were real, some were fake, and it was easy to tell. Nowadays, like, how would you even know? You don't. And I, and I, think, I think we've probably taken footages that were doctored already and took it as facts. Yeah. We'll know. We'll know forty years from now, like we always do. So we can trust the moon landing though, because their technology wasn't good back then for a video <laughs> editing. <laughs> man, moon landing is a whole separate yeah. section, man. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about with uh, 9-11? Um, I do want to bring up the fact that they were talking about two trillion dollars were missing from the budget before, oh right before I the about day that. before. Okay, so we forgot about the most important one. Yeah. The so missing stuff, and then the Patriot Act being ready and being implemented right afterwards. Oh yeah, which pretty much takes away all of our freedom and stuff. And this is what Edward Snowden is like super anti against mm -hmm. is the Patriot Act, which pretty much gives the permission of the U.S. government to spy on everybody because everyone potentially could be related somehow to a terrorist, terrorist or something. Yeah. Yeah, but now they're just using it. Now they for just whatever. use but what they do is <laughs> they collect data ahead of time just in case you become a terrorist later. So that's Ooh. like their thing now is they'll they already have all the data on you. But now if you, you know, do something, not to say you're not already being monitored, but you know, um, the idea there is you collect ahead of time, not afterwards. So it used to be like uh, you're suspicious, then we're going to get a warrant to wiretap you. Mm -hmm. But now it's, we're going to wiretap you in case one day you are suspicious. <laughs> and by the way, we're going to analyze all this data in the meantime, too. And send you ads. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriot that was one big ploy for ad revenue. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so the other, so that's one important. The, so the other thing that you mentioned, the two point three trillion dollars going missing, mm -hmm. 
Well, what's up with that? How do you just going to lose two two some trillion? You know, dollars? it's actually against the Constitution for them to not be able to get give a receipt of um of American funds. It's like something in the Constitution that says you can't like just spend the money without giving receipts or showing the the reasons of those purchases. Yeah, I don't think I don't remember that being an amendment. No, it, it's it is. You can look it up. Is that in the Bill of Rights? Could be. It's one of them. It's like the. It's one of them. It's right after the freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> thou shall, thou shall produce receipts. receipt upon purchase. <laughs> right. You, you have to. It's like you have to be. Um, how can I put it? It's like you have to be transparent with your transactions of American of American taxpayers. Go dollars. go go ahead and find that one for me, gotcha. and I'll be interested. So the other one was a bunch of gold and a bunch of like documents going like. Uh, so you remember like World Trade Center Seven was like uh, FBI headquarters or like there was a bunch of like government mm-hmm. stuff going on in World Trade Center Seven. Yeah. So that one when that one collapsed uh, across the street from was it World Trade Center One or Two or anyways that when that one like pretty much collapsed pretty much like the same way like. Uh, as the other ones, like it just kind of went straight down. Apparently, lost all this like data. I forget. I this this is like such a boring conspiracy because I don't believe in it. <laughs> right. But something to do with it lost like a lot of like legal data, like or legal trial like documents to incriminate someone or something like that. And then they lost a bunch of gold. Do you remember, did you hear about that? They like lost gold. Yeah. Isn't that, like the, that. isn't that the weirdest thing? Like, did you think it was weird when they found just money buried in Iraq, U.S. dollars? N- no, because U.S. dollars are the, is the most powerful currency. Why wouldn't you want to bury it in Iraq? Mm. That sounds like the thing to do. That's right, I guess. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> bank robbery actually happened in Iraq. He, um, Saddam Hussein, he took all. <laughs> no, he literally took all the money out of the central bank. Are you serious? And they found him when they killed him. Or when they captured him, he was with all the money, like hundred, like trillions of dollars of dinar. That's so funny. <coughs> yeah, he just that's he the just, biggest he, bank robbery in history. He just, <laughs> he, he, it was like a legal bank robbery. He's just like, I'm gonna come in as dictator and just take all the money. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Do the next segment. Yeah. You wanna run that one? Sure. Hey, it's nine eleven right now. It is. That's so weird. <laughs> We They're forgot, watching this. We forgot to do the block height. You remember that? Oh, yeah. It is block. Yeah, get the block height. Block height. Four. Nine eleven. Six. Yeah. <laughs> 648,911. <laughs> I don't believe it. I uh, No, it's the truth. No, it's not 911. It can't be. Uh, it is. Oh, crap. It is. As of four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a joke. Who knows? All right, next sec. Next section. Is it racist? This one's usually funny. Actually, I don't. Think did I you come up with a good one? I don't think I did. The is it racist? <laughs> I well, couldn't find nothing. So you know what's? You know what the best part about this segment is? Nothing was racist. Last nothing week. was racist nothing this was, week. I couldn't <laughs> find nothing racist. So we're making we're making progress. We're, we're we don't have to talk about race relations anymore. Right. Thank you to our five users who are yeah they, coming out here really stop uh, racism. You're amazing. I want to thank you, the listener, for helping listen to this podcast, stopping racism, showing that racism is is over. We we <laughs> we solved it. We have a black guy and a white guy doing a podcast together. Right. Uh, further proof that racism is over. We're not going to argue that things were not tough in the past, <laughs> but going forward, it just seems very rosy. Yeah, I couldn't find anything racist today. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, uh, well, if you go on Facebook, you would. I'm pretty sure with Rule 4, I can do something. <laughs> oh, with Rule 4, it would be very easy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rule two to you too. I'm an idiot. Yeah, but I'm not going to dismiss your opinion. No, I, I was agreeing. I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with it, with enough creativity, anything can be racist. There you go. Yeah. So, what did you learn today? What's a teachable moment? Your final thoughts? Don't be an African booty scratcher. <laughs> and when I say that, I say that figuratively. 
figuratively of don't be the brunt of people's jokes. Don't be the brunt. Yeah. <laughs> what about the people making the jokes? What about those assholes? Uh, well, if they're calling you the African booty scratcher, don't give them the, don't give them the <laughs> satisfaction that they're looking for. <laughs> so they'll stop calling you that. <laughs> I would not just not sure opinion. <laughs> but so um, I Thank learned. You. Even though you see, um, even though you see something, there's still many views that other people have seen of that. Uh, I saw one video where it looked like um, one guy was running to attack a lady, and then from another view, it looked like the guy was running away from a car who was trying to kidnap him. And then from the third view, it looked like um, you can see the guy is saving somebody from like getting hit by another object or something. So. From the first two views, you think, oh, my God, these are terrible. But when you see it from the biggest point of view, you know, the overall view, you're like, oh, wow, he was actually trying to save somebody. <laughs> I think I, I remember. I remember you showing me that video. Yeah. Like. All right. Well, I guess I guess think about that? what we could do is we could um, get a lucky listener and we can shout them out on the air. We should do that one day. Yes. So we're yes, going to we do just, that for the we next first, week. We first need listeners <laughs> that are willing to create a username and make Whoa. a comment. Our YouTube is exploding right now. I saw I Bro. saw a lot of views, and we had a comment. Bro. She was offering to give us some <laughs> pictures on the internet, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're good at attracting bots for the comment section, for sure. <laughs> right. All right. All right. All right. Well, you and remember to... And remember, kids... Stay fly. <laughs> like something something where it's like... No, that's terrible. <laughs> something where... Remember, kids, don't dismiss our opinions. You can dismiss your own, though. <laughs> well, all right. Well, right now, it's... We'll, we'll uh, have to think of it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Th- thank you for listening. Signing off. See you later. In my car, and I saw people comments. driving. Yes. I thought to myself, NOD underscore podcast. All these crazy people. And this is not brought to you by Formal One Party. I thought to myself, Car accident? You definitely don't want to be like these guys. But if you do, remember after 911, call 411 1 800 411 Pain. All day, all night. Ooh, I got a hundred thousand settlement. No, I got a hundred thousand dollars.